0: Hello and welcome to Equine Voices podcast. My name is Ronnie, an intuitive equine communicator. I hope you enjoy this episode and thank you for listening. I wanted to share with you an answer to a question that somebody asked me back in May 2020. And this was through a live stream on Facebook. This was one of the questions that came up. And basically, they wanted to know if I was aware of my gift, as the lady put it. If I always knew that I could communicate with animals, communicate with horses. And this was my reply. And I thought I'm going to share this on my podcast because there's a lot of information in there. And I was speaking off the cuff. It wasn't rehearsed. I didn't know what was going to come. And hopefully, as you listen to this episode, you'll see how it actually works and have a little insight onto animal communication from my, my own perspective. I can't talk about anybody else's, but this is from my perspective. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if there is any questions, please feel free to drop me a line and I will happily answer them if I can. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. So I said no, basically, not that I was aware of. But when I said that, I thought about it afterwards. And when we're children, our imagination is an amazing thing. And you don't have so much inhibitions. So when we have invisible friends and we chat to dolls and things like that, that's our imagination. But as you get older, as you grow, you know, your views change. So that side of you, that inquisitive side sometimes takes a bit of a backseat. So, no, I didn't know that I was aware of it, um, that I can recall. Maybe I did as a child, but I can't recall that now. The thing that got me into doing this was through my own horse. But before then, I was part of a circle. So when I say a circle, it is a group of people that meet up and they do meditations and just talk about things that interest you on a spiritual level or a self-development level. You chat about things and you get guidance and sort of development. That's why they call them a development circle. So it helps develop your intuitive side. So I used to belong to a, a group well, quite a few years ago, quite a few years ago, before I, I moved down south to set my job because I used to fly for, for EasyJet. So yeah, I used to belong to a group before I moved out here. But when I moved, I found it really hard because I worked shift work and I struggled to get some work to do on a weekly basis because when you're doing development, when you're developing yourself, it's important that you try and do it a bit more regularly. And I found that quite hard. But luckily, I found a group that said, that's fine, just come along whenever you can. It's not a big thing for us. So it worked out I could go quite regular. So I was lucky to get invited to this group. And it, it helped me to open my mind up to widen my, my thought process and just question things uh, a little bit more. I mean, I loved it. It was like-minded people. We always had a laugh and we had tea and cake. I love cake. <laughs> that was my best bit. So we chat about things, chat about life. Um, and the more you start to open up about something, the more you question things that happen in your life and ask questions, um, your mind... It's almost like a sponge. It starts to, to absorb more information. And it's little sparks are going off. And it's like, okay, let's see where this is taking me. I don't know why I started talking about this. That's not what I intended. So obviously I'm doing this for a reason. I'm a great believer in go with the flow. And I wasn't intended to go quite this way, but but that's where it's going. So getting back to Rachel's question, that was part of how I decided to develop into an, an equine communicator, specifically horses. And I have mentioned before, it was due to my own horse. I wanted to find answers to, to questions I was asking. I did post a little story about Desert Orchid. It was a horse called Desert Orchid. It's a race horse. So I'll tell you about it just in case you haven't read the story. Basically, this was another circle. This was prior to the last one. So what happens is everybody takes something to eat. Cakes, biscuits, what? And a little chit-chat and a cup of tea before we settle down for a, a short meditation. And then we discuss whatever pops into our heads. So it's for everybody. We talk about all our experiences and they did vary. Before we started to settle down, it's like the air goes really still. So if you know that feeling, the calm before a storm, it goes really quiet. The birds stops singing and it's just calm. That's the only way I could describe it. And I thought, okay, something's going to happen. Because I've learned that when that happens, I'm going to get messages. And I kept getting these words popping into my head. I was like, okay. And it was a flower. I think, was that the first word? Yeah, it was the word flower, something flower. And I was thinking, okay, flowers. So I mentioned this to somebody. She said, oh, no, I know what that is. Don't worry about it. And I thought, no, I don't think it is that. So I sat back down, carried on drinking my tea. And the word flower came again. It was flower. I was thinking, okay, um, I acknowledge that, flower. Where are we going with this? And then uh, a few minutes passed and people were talking in the background. And then the next thing I heard was orchid. And I thought, okay, it is a flower. It's an orchid. So I acknowledged the word orchid. and And I thought, okay, we've got flower and we've got orchid. So it's something to do with flowers. Perhaps this is the messengerism, but anyway, it was like orchid, flower, orchid, and it was repeating. And then we was just getting ready to settle down and sit down and start our meditation. And then it was desert. So I was playing these words, sat down, and then it was flower, desert, orchid, desert, or- desert orchid. And as soon as I said the word desert, orchid, this huge beautiful white horse just ran straight in me. Now, when I say that, literally he wasn't there in the room because I think everybody else would have freaked out. But he, I saw it as I'm looking at you now, looking at this, this video. But with my third eye, uh, with my intuitive eye. So uh, yeah, this horse just flew past me and it was just like, yes, oh thank God you've got it. And I was so excited. And I was telling the the lady that was running the circle it's, it's no longer with us um, physically. And uh, she was like, oh no, it's not that, it's something to do with flowers. So this is where, when you get something and it feels so strong to not doubt it, because she was the teacher and I was thinking, oh, okay. But for a split second, because it felt so, so strong. And the fact that the horse came there and the name, and I thought, no, this is something to do with with horses. And I think I'd been thinking about how am I going to develop a skill? How am I going to introduce the equine side of what I'm doing now? Because I wasn't actually doing that. I was flying at the time. I was cabin crew and it was long hours. So I'm thinking, how is this going to work? I, I, I don't know how this is going. to work. So to me, this was a message. And then later, when I sort of um, asked to a few of the friends, it, it just was like the green light. This is what you're going to be doing. This, you know, this is it. So it was like an insight of how things, how are going to communicate? And it is like that because sometimes you play around with the words in your head And you have to just try and figure it out. The more you do it, the more you get used to to what it is. And there's always feelings that go with it. So it's never just a, a, a word. There's a feeling that goes with it. And that can make a difference to the words that you get. So anyway, we had the meditation, we did the usual stuff, and then I went home. I always Google and find out the meanings of things. And I just happened to Google it. And the day this happened was the day when Desert Orchid won a famous race. I mean, I love horses, but horse racing is not my thing, really. But it was a day for him that he won a major race. So I was like, oh, my God. I was so excited. But then I thought... Why would he come and see me? Why would he visit me? Why would he want to communicate with me? So the little doubting Thomas came, but it was, it was good friends that talked to me. He says, you know, you're no different to anybody else. There's no level, there's, there's experience, but there is no, oh, you won't get that because you're not there, you're there. In my view, and from what I've um, experienced and learned, that's not the case. We all have an ability... And we all are capable of doing so much more than we believe. And it's our limited beliefs that put a halt on it. So, when I say that, you can believe in something really strongly and you feel it and it's a good instinct. But sometimes your limited belief is more powerful. And that's the one that stops you following your dreams sometimes or telling you you're not good enough. Maybe that's quite the right way to describe it. So, even now, I believe things that a few years ago I couldn't possibly imagine. And there's more to heaven and earth than what we see and what we feel. And our brains can only cope with so much. They can only interpret what they know. So if you imagine that your brain's like a a computer and it's got lots of information, but it's the information that we put into it, okay, it's what we uh, Storing there, what we program it uh, to remember, and what we learn through our life. So it's that computer that has all this information, and that computer, my brain, my intuition will use that to show me things to try and get a message across. So it will use my library of information, my photographs, my feelings of what I've experienced in my life to relay a message from a person, don't just to soothe forces. If you're intuitive, you're intuitive. It's not, oh, I can do that, but not them. It uses the information stored in, in my head to get messages across. So if the message that I'm trying to get is not quite something that I have in my memory, it will be similar so when I'm relaying messages and pictures and feelings, I will say, it's like this. Does that ring a bell? And then if they're not quite getting it, I, I ask for more information because it's not in my, it's not in my hard drive, because that's the way to put it. So it has to try and find it from somewhere else. But I'm not sure if this is making sense. Again, I don't know why I'm talking about this. It wasn't what I intended, but for some reason I'm doing this. So perhaps somebody that's watching this, it might be resonating or it might be a light bulb moment for you. I don't know, but I'm going with the flow. Yes, when you get a strong feeling, you really have to trust that if it's that strong, it's correct. You can have experts or people um, that are around you to say, no, that's that's not what you're getting. But at the end of the day, it's you and your brain that is processing it. So you have to try and find out what it is for yourself. So you can have guidance, but it's coming through you. Yeah, external energies, but it's coming through you. Does that make sense? Oh, my goodness. Oh, dear. I hope that's answered your question. But it doesn't matter to me. You know, it must be nice to say, oh, yes, I've had this gift since I was a child. And remember doing this, that and the other. And that's wonderful. And I love to see and hear stories of that. But it doesn't mean to say that if you didn't do it, then you can't do it now. Because you can, you just have to believe. And that's the strongest thing. You have to believe in yourself. And if you're working from the heart and with the right intentions, that you were truly doing your best at that time, and you remember that you are talking to another person and talk to them the way that you would want to be talked to. So you want um, compassion, you want empathy. You want understanding. You don't want to be judgmental because that's not coming from the right place. So you could give message to people maybe you wouldn't necessarily interact with on other occasions or you don't have to agree with everything. But when you're communicating with an animal, a horse, you're doing it on a level that doesn't have that agenda. There's no ego and there's no ulterior motive. So long as you're coming from this place and it's genuine, people will see that. And as long as you say to them, you know, this is my interpretation, you have to go away and process this and, and absorb it. And if it feels okay and it feels right, that's brilliant. If it doesn't, then it's fine. And don't get, don't get embarrassed or don't get down if, if the person says, no, nah, sorry, because they might not be viewing it from your angle. And if they can't do it that way, they won't see it. So it doesn't always mean that you're wrong. It just means that you're looking at it from a different perspective. And you both have to be sort of on the same sheet for the message to get across. They will get it somehow. Even if they say yes, and then they get excited and they explain it back to you. And you think, oh, I'm not sure that's what I meant. It doesn't matter. It's what it means to them. It's what it means to that person. So don't get hung up and thinking, oh God, no, that's not what I meant. They will hear what they need to hear and they will see what they need to see. So when I say that, what I mean is, two people can see the same thing and they can describe it to somebody visually and they can go into the emotions with it and they can describe it to a person. And it might be a different story from each one. It can be slightly different and have a different feeling behind the story. And you think, I like that story. I can resonate with that story. Not sure if I resonate with that one. And sometimes that's how it works. Your, um, soul, your being, your, your whatever you want to call it will know what you need to hear. And even if it's diluted or it's comes in a slightly different way, the message will be, understood at some level does that make sense <laughs> you know? oh dear me I hope I'm not boring you by the way so yeah I'm really intrigued to know why I'm I'm talking about this because I, I it was not what my attention was I keep saying that for anybody that's just joined so right I'm going to try and flip this. Up. yeah I tell you what his energy was amazing yeah but it was it was like why would he use it me this famous racehorse why would you visit me? It was because that's what I was asking. How am I going to do this? How's it gonna work? And that was my answer. Now, if I say to you, now I don't know what your beliefs are, but I'm gonna say it anyway, because this is what I've learned. So there's no such thing as time, okay? In energy communication, there's no such thing in time. So I think if I've explained before, your thoughts are, are so quick that even before it says thought it's already manifest into energy form. And it, by the time it gets to your head, it's on its way. So this is why horses are so sensitive that we can say, right, I'm going out to do something with my horse today. I'm quite calm, I'm okay. And then we might get a bit of a feeling thinking, oh, and it's not always a thought. It's what you're going to think, but it's already uh, got momentum. It's already got into energy and it's, and it's gone out there. So when you get to your horse, And you think, what's the matter with them? They've sussed out that feeling from before. I think Tracy put on, she's an NLP amongst other things. And she explained that scientifically. But my understanding is it can be a lot quicker and way before we get to the horses. But that's that's talking about something else. So yeah, I'm self-taught. So what that means is, like I just mentioned, I used to be I still do mediumship and I, I do readings for my friends and I, I get messages from my friends and I pass them on, usually when I'm in the car. So I, I voice text messages. And yeah, so I'm self-taught. I wanted to do this, like I said, through, through my own horse. And it was that strong desire and it was so strong that I knew I wasn't going to get the knowledge or information from where I was going. I needed to go in a slightly different, different direction. And that was basically coming out on my own. I used to go out to friends or friends' horses that I didn't know and just sit in the field and write whatever came into my head. I got something all the time. So a lot of it was chit-chat and there was always something to confirm I was connecting. Some of it was funny stuff and yeah, some of it was quite cheeky stuff as well, which is quite funny. And yeah, it's quite funny uh when you're chatting. I and mean, then sometimes I'd get cries for help. But as as well, I'd be driving along when I say cries for help. Um yeah, when I say cries for help, a feeling of a horse needs to talk. And I don't know who this horse is because I'm obviously driving somewhere. But it's usually somebody you're gonna come in contact with or somebody I've been in contact with. Or it could be a third person. So I get messages from People I don't know, for people I don't know, and horses I don't know, via somebody else. And again, this is trusting that if you say it, it will get to where it's supposed to go. So again, this is like tuning into a radio station and picking upon something and just acknowledging it. So when I say acknowledge, if I'm busy driving, this, this, is, this is what happens um, quite often. So I'm driving along or I'm busy I'm doing my normal day-to-day stuff. And I'll get a name or something. And I know there's a message there. Okay. So I'll carry on doing what I'm doing. And then it could be an hour or so later. And then it will happen again. It's the same feeling, same name, or the same picture or same voice. I'll go, okay. Again, if I'm busy, I can't always do something about it. And then the third time I stop, doesn't matter what I'm doing. I will stop what I'm doing and go, okay, that's the third time. For me, three times means pay attention. Now, this isn't for me. So it doesn't mean to say that's going to happen to you, but this is my thing. So I pull over, I write down in my phone news sheet, because that's what I've got. Or if I can text the person, I'll text them, depending on how much time I've got. And then when I get a reply, I can go from there. But sometimes there's a feeling with it, this urgency. So I know that I really need to, to home in and get as much info as I can. Then I pass it on. And, and usually there's a reason, but it's not always directly to that person. i thinking, I don't know who this is for, and then I can be having a conversation about three, four hours later or the next day, and it's just like, oh my god, okay, that's who it's for, and that's how it works. It's amazing, absolutely amazing. It's like watching another person sometimes uh, and listening to another person without sounding egotistical. It it is like. Is that really am I really saying that? Because when I go away, it's like somebody else is in, in my head and they talk if I say they talk a lot of sense because my friends think I'm scatty. Um when it's flowing, it comes very it comes strong and I can't explain it, it's like you're turning a tap on and it's flowing nice and smooth and the other person is a funnel and there we go. It's Continual, and that's how it works. And then when you finish, you go away, and that's it. Um, when I first used to do this, I, I would have sleepless nights because I would be thinking, Oh my god, did they get the message across? Did I say what I need to say? Have I done the horse justice? You know, have I really said what they wanted me to say? And I would seriously have uh lost their sleep. I don't do that so much now. I try and, I don't say switch off because you know switch off. I made a promise to be open to any communication, any help that needed. And and that's how it works for me. And I'm quite happy with that. So uh, when I go down a, a yard full of horses, they used to chat, 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 chat. And it would be, oh, crikey. Not now, because it, I, I got used to it and I sort of funnel it out. I have explained before, if I go to see a group of horses, I like quite often go to yards and you see like six, seven, whatever, you know, however many horses in a day. And if it belong if they belong to one owner, they will say, can you see this horse first? I'll go, okay. And as I'm walking past, I get the attention of another one. What's my attention? So I say, well, okay, I'll talk to this one. However, I need to go to that one soon. Or I might say, actually that horse wants to talk to me first. And, and that's what I do. My priority is to listen to the horse, obviously the only two. but listen to the horse and relay uh, as, uh, as much information as possible in the way that it's intended. And it's never intended, in my opinion, to cause hurt or embarrassment or to make anybody feel bad and I hope that I never do that I, I hope hand on heart that that's something I do because I would want that for me I would want somebody whether they like me or not to say you know your horse knows you're doing your best and there's external circumstances or whatever and don't beat yourself up. but today is a new day and that's how I hope I come across with people. How do you know your thoughts are from the horse, not from how you are feeling? This comes with experience and practice. So when I say I hear a voice in my head, it is your voice because that's what it is. Okay. But it has a different feel with it. So when I first used to practice, like I said, I used to go sit in the field and write down whatever coming into my head and pass it on to the owners. I didn't know if it was relevant or correct until... I get feedback. That's why I say it's really, really important for everybody, body workers, vets, communicators, anybody. Feedback is really important. And it's not about saying, oh, yeah, Ronnie, you were fantastic. You got it right. You know, spot on all the time. That's not, that's not what I'm asking for it for. I need to know that, yes, it's relevant to the information I've given. But I also know if I've got something new that I've never had before, And the feeling that goes with it, I will recognize that for the next time I get that for another horse. And I can say, I know what that is. And especially if it's something physical, medical that I need to pass on um, to the owner, which you do get. So if I get the same pattern each time, I know, I say, I know what that is. You need confirmation, you need to see see a body worker, you need to investigate this. This is what I normally say. If I was you, I would be looking into this a bit more. So it's experience and it's playing around with it. When I first used to do this, I gave the feedback, gave the information, get feedback, and then you get to know, okay, it's not my imagination. But when you first start, say your intuition is a teacher. Okay, I'm going to give you an example. Your intuition is a teacher and you're a student and you're a child. They would not give you it in such a way that you can't pass that on to somebody else. So if you was a doctor, okay, so if you was a medical student and you were training, they would teach you in a way that you can relay a message back, that it can be accepted, understood without the fear. And this is similar to when you're practicing communication. You will get messages that if you get it wrong, it's no big deal, okay? So you're not going to give messages that are, you know, oh my God. It's going to be like, oh, your horse said this. Funny messages, endearing messages. Something that that's happened between the person and the animal and the, oh my God, did they tell you that? Oh, really? I don't believe they told you that. Something embarrassing. So yeah, you're not going to get that sort of thing until your experience is developing that you're comfortable, then you will start to get things. So it all depends on your learning uh, development, your learning uh, time scale. So don't worry about that. Okay, don't worry. Is it my imagination? Is it my thoughts? What if that's me? This is why I say practice. If you don't practice, it's not going to happen, basically, folks. And you have to not be afraid of looking silly, being embarrassed. I can give you some exercises to do which i did say i would do if people want to do that because at the end of the day if you want to learn this is why i'm i'm sharing my uh, knowledge i want you to go out and have a practice now you can practice on your own horses but it's easy to practice on other people's horses and if you don't know them it's even better but obviously get their permission so if it's a friend of a friend that has horses just say can i you know can i sit outside your stable one evening they don't have to be there physically in my job doing other things as well it's not just communication there's a lot more information that i'm absorbing okay but you can do that okay negative thoughts gets in the way it stops to flow when we worry we send that out to our animals when we are nervous our animals pick up on it and they react to it when we worry they have um that energy too and they pick up on it so you need to calm yourself down because that's when you get clarity when you're asking questions. It's sort of automatic for me. Like I said, when you're sending a thought out, it's already there. The horse knows I'm coming. They're, they're aware that something's happening or sometimes they're even chatting to me before I get there. So what's happening is that horse is picking upon on thoughts that I'm sending out. It's automatic. When I'm driving somewhere, I'm grounding myself, taking deep breaths, and I'm just thinking about the name of the horse and the person visiting and then... If they start chatting to me, I will say, okay, wait till I get there now I've connected because I'll obviously try, try and see what happens. The messages don't always come straight away. It might be just a feeling of calm or know. If you ask a question and you get no answer, for me, what that means is she's got nothing to say or it's a no. If I ask you something, and I don't get anything. I don't go, oh, she's not talking to me. What have I done wrong now? Um, I don't take it personally. And they're saying if they walk off, if a horse walks off and you're, oh, but I'm trying to talk to you. There's a pattern you can talk to them anyway. They know, they will show you that you're trying to connect to them. You're trying to listen and to hear them. They know that. And, and, and they might give you a little carrot to see if you're listening. Always acknowledge it, even if you think it's your imagination. Just go, okay, I've got this, I acknowledge it. Because you're saying the words, but it's that energy of accepting what they've said. When I say that, a light bulb's gone on. It's accepting what I've said. Okay, so I've got somebody talking to me. I don't agree, but it feels animal-based, so it could be collective. And when I say that, sometimes you get a collective of animals talking to you and it's the energy from them. And like I said, they already know what you're doing before you even get there. So the energies that I work with know that I'm doing this. Hence, maybe this is why I'm talking about this sort of stuff, not what I was going to talk about. Acceptance. Yeah, I'm just getting this word accept. Okay. I'm just tuning in now. I'm just listening. So when I say feeling, you're actually seeing now what happens when I'm communicating with a horse. I can be checked away and then this happens. But usually I go, okay, can you let me just listen, which is what I'm doing to you guys for a god's life. I'm just focusing on what's coming. The feeling I'm getting with this is to tell people, which is really interesting, don't get hung up on the words. Don't get hung up on your expectations of what you think this might be, what you think you should be getting, Accept what comes. Okay. By that, I mean, if you have a calmness around you, a stillness or a, a feeling, it has to grow. You have to get used to that feeling and I think this is what this is about tonight, actually. Universe is amazing. It gives you what you need, not always what you want. <laughs> Sorry, I just get blown away. This is what I mean. I never know what's going to come. When you're practicing, get used to the feel. It, when people talk about the feel, you as horse people should know, feel is important when you're riding. The less you do and the more you feel, the better the result. to so your riding. To your communication that goes across the board with everything because it's that stillness, but it's communicating, it's fascinating. It's really hard to describe. I'm sure you have experiences, but you probably don't know, or you're not been aware of it. That's what you've got to play around with. That's your learning. And don't have expectations. I'm kidding, this like big time. I have to say to you, accept what it is to communicate you're learning and don't have expectations. You can have an idea and you can read stuff, but it's what it is to you. When you acknowledge it and you go, I get this feeling. Don't have too much chatter, just go, okay, I'm getting this feeling. And as you build, you will know that it's right for you because you, you would just know. And this is part of the development of communication. You will know. So when somebody says to you, which is really important. Especially if it's somebody that has a similar uh, skill, but maybe comes from a different angle. Nobody's in your head. So I can guide you, but I would never say to you, no, that's wrong. That's not what they're saying. I would never say that to anybody. If it was very strong, I'd try and get you to look at it another way. Because I'm not in your head. I can't hear your voice. I can't have your feeling because it's you that's having it. So you're the teacher and you are the student. And this is what learning is. But you have to go out and have a go at it. And that is your first step. So until you start doing that, you're not going to get your own vocabulary, your own dictionary of what communication is for you. Let's see who else has come on. Hi, Doug. I still have the message you sent a few years ago when I popped into your thoughts. They helped me immensely. Oh bless you. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Look, don't get me wrong, everybody likes to get praise, but oh, when people send me comments um say how it's helped them, it means the crowd to me. It's happy to so worry about me. <laughs> but you've no idea. It's just lovely, but and it's not from an ego place. I so wanna help. In my way, my limited way, I wanna help whoever I can. And it might not be on a level to to somebody else's but you shouldn't compare And I used to do that actually but you can only work your way you can only give your heart your soul, your information and as long as you do it from the heart with compassion and pure intention it should be received and when you get messages it does mean the world to me this is why I say it's really important for feedback it's not about saying oh money she's fantastic blah 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 It's because I truly want to know that you are in a better place. Your horses are in a better place. I'm talking about emotionally and stuff and physically. If your horses are contented and a little thing changes, your views and you change slightly, that's a huge thing. Don't expect for the all seen old dancing miracles. Yeah, boy, they do happen, trust me. But it doesn't matter if they don't. It's the little things and you have to appreciate that. When you're communicating, the tiniest thing you acknowledge and you get excited about it. Nobody else can get excited about it, but who gives a damn? You get excited about it because it's that passion. It's that drive that's going to bring in more of what you're wanting. So don't give up on yourselves, but you will only learn this by practicing. So I'm not saying I am an expert. I am saying this is me. This is who I am. What you see now is me. There's no show. This is me. What you see is what you get. And I am scutted at times, but when I'm tuning in, it's, and it's flowing, it's coming through me. It's coming from all places, but it's going to work needs to go. Hopefully, I'm being understood. That means the world to me. Absolutely. You can always ask me a question. If I can answer it, I promise I will. If I can't, I'll try and find an answer for somebody else. Because of my work, I only have a couple of people that I go to for confirmation. And usually that's if it's something quite, you know, that I I need to be sure of. So I need confirmation for me. And there's a couple of people I go to. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for the comments. If you've got any questions, please ask me. Talk about your experiences. Share your experiences. I want to know about them. I really want to share your experiences. I do hope this made sense. (laughs) And uh, yes, you've made my heart glow even more. Have a lovely weekend. Thank you so much. Um, Take care. Bye. You've been listening to Ronnie King at Equine Voices. Thank you for listening and speak to you soon.